Hey family, welcome to the She Hustles podcast. It's your girl, Samantha Renee, CEO of She Hustles and Praise by Kingdom Hustle. I want to welcome you to the podcast if you're here for the first time. And for my repeat customers, welcome back, ladies. As you know, this is a safe space and we like to talk about real topics. This season, we are talking about loving thyself. And so with that being said, with loving thyself, we have another amazing topic that we need to talk about in order to get to where we need to be in life. And that topic is buried alive. And so on this episode today, I'm talking with my great friend, Randy Altator. Randy is a Christ follower, a mother, a wife, and an educator. And y'all, she's actually a formerly full-time entrepreneur. Her story is amazing. She is amazing. And I thought, why not speak to somebody who has had a crazy life schedule and all these things have come her way and feeling buried alive is something that surely she could relate to. And so we're going to get into it today. Welcome, get comfortable, and let's talk. For having me. This is awesome. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Thank you for accepting my <laughs> No, I mean, this is so necessary, the topic that we're about to discuss. Like, I feel like this is something that everyone deals with. So I'm just honored to be here, catch up with you, sis. So it's such a blessing to be a part of She Hustles podcast. <laughs> oh. I told Randy, it's it's not, I can't cry. So I'm just going to be really good and humble when she talks. I'm going to be quiet because I am a emotional person. So yeah. <laughs> Randy, I'm so excited to talk about it. You're absolutely right. It's something necessary to talk about and it's real, especially as women, how we feel like we take on, we try to take on the whole world. We try to be superwoman, and sometimes we uh, don't necessarily speak up. If you agree with me, yeah, uh, because we are, we feel like we can just take it off. We, we just carry it. Unfortunately, you know, as fortunately and as fortunately as black women, we are taught that we are strong, that we have to be, you know, 10 steps ahead of the white young ladies. And I or love everybody. Okay. It's like, you know, feeling as though you have to be the one to have all of the solutions and you got to carry it and you have to have this unnecessary weight, but you can't acknowledge it because you got to keep the ball rolling. And it's just, it gets crazy. And this is so good to be able to sit down and like really comb through these things. You know what I mean? So Mm, yes, took the words right out of my mouth. I love it. Guys, you see why I've asked her to come on, right? We're we're already, we haven't, I haven't asked a question yet and she already just flowing. You see, right? Okay. Just want to say that. So Miss Randy, um, do you want to share with us anything about yourself before I ask you the first question? Um, so Randy Altador, my story is so crazy. It's something that will be, you know, in detail shared very, very soon about, you know, entrepreneur. I'm sure y'all heard that. <laughs> Formerly yes. an entrepreneur was very, you know, successful and we had all of these things. But when God steps in and he has something else planned for you, that's when everything starts to look a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an educator now. Once again, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it, being exactly where God wants me to be. Um, yeah. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. Uh, more importantly, like that's what I hold near and dear to my heart. So, yeah, that's pretty much an overview. You did it right, Sam. Like, you- <laughs> First of all, hats off to you. Uh, being formerly an entrepreneur, being a mom, a wife, everything that you are doing, my hat goes off to you being an educator. That in itself, to me, that weight, God bless you, I couldn't do it. So my hat, and she didn't tell y'all, she teaches high school 
Pray okay. for her, okay? That's my girl. Those are my babies. The high schoolers, everybody says that, but that's fun. Like their last little phase before adulthood. So it's fun. Love it. <laughs> How many lives has she already touched, guys? You know? So let's get into it, Miss Randy. My first question that I really, really wanted to ask you particularly was how do you currently feel about your physical and mental health? So um, I was actually talking to my husband about this. It's so crazy that we're sitting down and we're having, you know, this discussion about it. If you would have asked me this question even, you know, like eight to 12 months ago, the answer would have looked a lot different. But I'm in a good place now. Like this, it feels good to be on the upswing. So like I'm working out. Um, in the last month and a half, I've lost almost 20 pounds, which is crazy. I've been in the, I know, I've been in the gym Girl, crying. I'm going to talk offline, child. I got to lose about 55. And it's, it's crazy because it's like during quarantine, I was the most fit. Like I was doing all this stuff at home. And then like life hits you like a ton of bricks and mm-hmm. I get back to mental health. Wasn't working out. Like I love going to the gym and and not just for weight loss, but like feeling like I'm getting stronger physically and then mentally at the same time. And so, you know, I'm feeling like it's an upswing mentally. I feel like I'm in a good place too. Marriage is thriving, babies growing up. Like we're we're in a good space. And it's almost it's hot outside, so everything's just together. You know, like we're flowing. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. I like that you said for the gym, uh, to be honest with you, with with the not going for the physical part. I feel like me personally, if I look at it that way, perhaps it wouldn't seem like I'm going to be tortured. <laughs> but, but you know what? I feel like initially I was like, I do not want to go to the gym. Like I'm thinking cardio. Like I do not like cardio. Just put it out there, like, on the treadmill forever. Like, that's just not fun, and I didn't enjoy it. But when it's, like, lifting weights, and it's, like, okay, 10 is heavy. Oh, now 15 is okay. You know what I mean? And it's, like, you're getting stronger, and it's, like, I don't know. It just feels, like, satisfying to see that. I love that. (laughs) I love, love, love that. What do you feel, like, mentally you are now that you're going back to the gym, things like that? Because you are saying, if I asked you before, um, it would be something different until now. So where do you feel like mentally you went from and gone to? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. I think, yeah. you know, if I'm being fully transparent, even like eight months ago, I feel like I was experiencing a form of depression, right? Like mm-hmm. it was such a drastic like shift in my life overnight, essentially. And it felt like everything to nothing. And it felt like I was like in this space of like figuring out who am I? Like, am I the person God wants me to be? Or am I this person I wanted to be according to the dream board? Or like, you know, it's just kind of like, what am I doing? And so I was in a really sad place. And so now mentally, I feel like I'm in a better space because it's been more, you know, like we've been in conversation with our pastor and like, having church family circle around us and reading the word and understanding God for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Like something like within these last eight months, it's been like I got baptized. I don't even know if I said that yet. So I got baptized in this time as well. And so there's definitely been a lot that has happened that mentally has put me in a good space now, for sure. And how you where you're at now and talking with your pastor and being baptized. Yes. <laughs> wow. 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 Do you want to touch on that? Do you want to keep it? To the best. What do you want to do? You want to talk about? Yeah, we'll keep it on this level. Obviously, the details of everything and all that. But yeah, I don't mind talking about it for sure. Yeah. So, so I'm just because when you said that to me, that was just like, wow. Yeah. 
I think about whoever's going through whatever they're going through and where they're at mentally, you know, whether they're in a depression or whichever, um, or they don't even know if they're in depression, um, that you being baptized, what did, what brought that on? Um, and were you in your life? For me, I've always, I guess, been raised in a Christian household, right? So like when I was younger, like I knew going to church on Sunday, but that was pretty much it. Like I didn't know God for myself and I knew like, okay, Sunday morning, got to have my clothes out. We got to go to church and then we're coming home. We're going to pray during the week. But like, it was more of a routine. I felt like it was like a, a box to be checked. I've never been baptized before. And so like in the midst of everything happening, I was like, Lord, like I literally, you know, surrender everything to you. I want what you want for me. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11, like, I know you have plans for me that are way greater than what, you know, I may be experiencing in my life. And mm-hmm. so this is the full, like, I'm giving my life to you. I am starting, you know, a fresh new life with you. And so, like, it just felt right. Like, I was in prayer about it. And I was kind of, like, on the fence, like, Lord, I've never done this. It feels like if I do this, this means I'm going all in. I'm trusting you 100%. And so... Yeah. I did it and it was the best thing I could have done. It was in September. So Wow. <laughs> my hat goes off to you. I love your transparency. Thank you for your transparency because like you said, like that's powerful because some people feel like like for me growing up <clears throat> as well in a heavily Christian family, um, being baptized was kind of like my mom was like, I'm gonna give you the opportunity to do that on your own. But mm-hmm. at the same time was kind of like there's a deadline, you know what I mean, without saying it. And so I love that you um, shared like, look, I've, I've never been baptized. And yeah. the fact that it doesn't matter the age, you know what I mean? Um, and you're still extremely young. Let's let's not get it twisted. OK, but it doesn't matter the age that you can that God will, you know, that he will still speak. He speak to you through you can be 82. He'll speak to you. But the yeah. fact that that you that you followed it and you did it. I just, my hat goes off to you. I love that. I really pray that as somebody hearing you even sharing that and being transparent with that will be like, you know what? I, I Let me go ahead and get my tall self in this water. Right. If God has been telling me to go ahead and, and accept him, you know, and just be washed with my sins. Girl. Yes. <laughs> and then I guess for me, it kind of opened up the window of opportunity for me to heal mentally because, yes, it's a physical act of being baptized. Mm-hmm. Then after that, what am I going to change within my heart and my mind? How am I going to mm-hmm. feed myself with the word? Like it was like a lifestyle change, not just like, boom, baptized life is going to, that's Come it. On. You know, the enemy comes in when you do it. So <laughs> I he was is waiting. Right. So, <laughs> you know, it was it was the beginning of this new mental space that I'm in for sure. I love that you were able to recognize. I know it's not night and day. I know that it's not something that it's just like a switch, uh, but it takes time. And right. so the fact that you were able to, through that journey, uh, recognize, you know, when you were feeling overwhelmed or feeling like I need to make a change because this is not it. Right. Um, and so I love, I'm, I'm just, I'm <laughs> loving all of this. Uh, uh, so with all that being said, this new you, but prior to this, and even, even it, let's be honest, even in our new selves and our new, you know, new mindsets, we still experience burnout. Oh, we yeah. still experience overwhelmness. We still experience trials and tribulations. Right. Mm-hmm. So have, so that I know you've experienced it, but like have, let's just pretend that you haven't, I'll just ask you, have you <laughs> ever experienced being burned out? 
Yes, I think it happens all the time. It kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a wife, a mom, mm. an educator, like when you start to add all of these different hats that I'm wearing, like there's going to be a burnout at some point if there isn't some sort of approach that can happen to, to you know, help ourselves, you know, yes. help ourselves of the stress. But yeah, of course I've experienced. How would you say, give me, give me at least like one time, how did you handle it when you were burnt out? Like at a very crazy point, how did you handle it? Yes. So for me, it's been more so um, coming up with certain boundaries, right? So like for me, Ooh, um, yes, <laughs> if you're dancing, <laughs> you know about grading, right? So like that, like not bringing that home because that in itself is automatically saying, okay, less time to play with my baby. And that's my responsibility. That's my baby. So like less time with him, less time to, you know, Netflix to hang out with hubby. Like it just cuts into everything. And so it's like, okay, once I get out of work at 4.15, the work is staying at work. (laughs) And it's like boundaries because that's, yeah, I've definitely felt overwhelmed with bringing stuff home. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing that I've done was say, like, you know what? Boundaries are here, and that's what it's going to be. Such a good uh, – that's a good schedule. I feel like that's what I hear. When you're saying that, I hear schedule. I hear balance. I hear uh, boundaries. And so I love that because – it's so true. I always tell people that boundaries aren't necessarily for other people. They're for yourself. Yes. You know, they mm-hmm. are for yourself. They are for you to be mentally okay. They are for you to be like, I didn't, I'm not taking on too much. I'm not doing more than I can handle. Right. And that's something I feel like for myself, I have to constantly be like, okay, Sam, you're on the line again. You're, you're, you're unraveling. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. It's so true just because it's like when you unravel, think about all of the hats you're wearing, everything yes. starts to get impacted, right? So it's like you have to stay there mentally and say, you know what? Like, I got to pull back okay. <laughs> and do all of what I'm doing, have those boundaries, have those, you know, that schedule in place. And that's it. Because once you're down, everything else starts to look a little different around you. So, yeah. Because you don't realize how many lives and how many things are depending upon you. Uh, what parts of daily life cause you stress and what can you do to change those experiences? So I think for me, what daily stress could look like is just having so many things like deliverables and due dates, not even just like with work, right? So like, um, I am in charge of like the social, social media ministry for my church. And so like, for me, you know, it's like balancing that and, balancing work and everything else. And so like a stressful day for me would be having these goals that I set for myself to, you know, like, okay, I'm going to cook this. So the family's eating this for dinner. Um, I'm going to grade these papers, you know, these parents, let them know what's up, um, you know, schedule these posts for social media. Like a stressful day could be having these goals, which I set very many of them, which I can't Um, and not meeting them. So that's what stress looks like for me. And so what I've done now is, okay, so have like a lofty goal and then one that's more realistic that I could probably meet. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Kind of meet myself somewhere in between. So it's like a stressful day for me looks like not meeting my goals, but what I'm doing to help that is meeting myself somewhere in between. (laughs) Giving yourself some grace. Yes. Basically. (laughs) I love that when you're talking, it's like, I wish I had like a little light bulb. It was like, give yourself some grace. Yeah. I love that. We need to do that as as people. 
mm-hmm. not just women, just as people. Like you said, you have this goal and you have this goal. And you said, if I could just get them in between. I, girl, you're talking in here. <laughs> I love that because sometimes we, like you said, we have such high expectations for ourselves, just for even for a day, not even just in life. Um, and sometimes when we don't meet those, we're so hard on ourselves. And then it reflects in every other place because we're not focused. You know, right. we are, we're just like focused on not being, not getting it done versus mm-hmm. what I, what I did get done today. Right. Differently. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> I hope people are taking notes because I'm taking notes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you are never too old to learn. I'm young too. Don't get it twisted. I was going to say, don't, don't play. Come no, on, girl. There's no grace. There's no grace. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so with that being said, do you believe in therapy? I got to ask that because, you know, our community, sometimes people are like, you go to therapy? Like, what's wrong with you? Uh, they want to so say, let's pray about it. And that's really more like the older school. Uh, but like when we talk to our parents and our culture, like, you know, I don't know if it's with you at home, but in my home, it was kind of like, oh, why do you need to go to therapy? Why? Sometimes people go to therapy too late. Um, and some, and I'm learning now in life that it's better to start before this, for things start rising in you, um, to kind of set the foundation, right? Before things get, you know, before it's too late. So, do how do you feel about therapy? Do you believe in it? So it's funny you kind of say like your upbringing. It sounds like ours were relatively similar. So <laughs> growing up for me, it was like. You know, therapy, that's not really something we're into. Like, um, don't go telling those folks our business stuff. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> family yeah. business is family's business, yeah. and we're going to figure it out. And, like, mental health wasn't something that was really emphasized. But now, mm-hmm. as an adult, and I got to give credit to my husband. Now, he's into counseling, mental health specifically. I think his degree is counseling and mental health, right? Wow. And so, like, it's so crazy. I would end up with a spouse that's heavily <laughs> right? Yeah, I feel like he's rubbed off on me to where it's like, well, wait, if we're willing to go to the doctor, like if we, you know, break a leg or something's feeling funny in the body, we don't think twice. We're like, let's go. Let's go get some help. Mm -hmm. They're the professionals. They know strategies and whatever it is to solve my issue. But mentally, why isn't it the same? Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like. Absolutely. Therapy. I'm team therapy in every (laughs) type of way, whether it's marriage, you know what I mean? Like whatever, something that so important because you know yes we should pray about it right but i also feel very strongly that god equips people with certain gifts and talents to be able to help us navigate through life and so i believe like for me i do prefer christian therapy you know if i'm being honest okay. just okay. <laughs> my therapy yeah. my therapist is and so yeah. that's something that you know i think I don't know if I would be here in this particular mental space without having somebody help me sort through it. Like we don't always have those answers. And so it's like, you know, I'm team therapy all day now. (laughs) I love that. And I love that you mentioned the Christian piece. That is honestly important. It's extremely important because sometimes when you're going to the therapist, yes, they are uh, trained professionals. And sometimes it does some, depending upon, I guess the, severity of, of, of going, I would say sometimes, you know, you may have to, you know, depending upon what it is, uh, deeper mentally in terms of mental health. But uh, I would say it's so important um, to definitely see if the person is a Christian, because these people are giving you advice. They're listening to you and they're speaking into your life as well. And you want to make sure that they believe your, their, your beliefs kind of align some in some form or fashion, because you don't want to go out here 
rogue. <laughs> no, <for sure. laughs> I mean, and then it's, I think sometimes even when we least expect it, God can already have certain things orchestrated for that specific person to be that person he wanted you to meet with. Girl. Like, I don't mind sharing this. Um, in 2017, me and my husband, we did suffer a loss with a miscarriage, right? And so I had never been to therapy my entire life until I was 22 years old when this happened. Mm-hmm. And um, I still was like, I'm not going. Like, what is that going to do for me? And he's like, I think you need to go talk to someone, babe. Like, this is something that would be helpful. Long mm-hmm. story short, I ended up scheduling, like, regular therapists at this point. I'm like, I'm just go with whoever yeah. my insurance provider is going to give me. I'm just going. Like, whatever. Yeah. Just to make him happy, right? And <laughs> you'll be surprised when I sat down, happen to be a Christian, right? Like, a woman, you know, and was able to help me so much, you know what I mean, with seeing so much more about myself, whether childhood, adulthood, or just everything. And so I think mm-hmm. about, like, Therapy is something that's really slept on, but it's so necessary because it doesn't have to be something traumatic. It can be just right. like everyday life that you right. therapy for. And so, yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I told you I'm not going to cry today. I told you that. <laughs> yes. First of all, my condolences to you. Uh, it is never easy losing a baby, um, a life, you know, and so my condolences to you and my hat goes off to you for even sharing that because we don't know who today, whoever sees this, right. uh, who's experiencing it right now, you know, mm-hmm. and some people have experienced it multiple times. And so my hat goes off to you for even sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for feeling that this was a safe enough space to share that. So thank you. We do not take that lightly. And uh-huh. Below, guys, I'm going to put some resources for therapy. Uh, If you are not aware or not sure how to even take the first step, I'll put some resources in the description so that way you guys can check that out. Because it's a real thing. You know, it's something that we really do have to take care of. I struggle with being consistent with my therapy. uh, And that's something personally I have to really perfect on because um, I can feel myself. I can feel triggers now. Now that I've spoken to someone and talked about things, when something's happening, I'm like, I'm feeling triggered and I'm trying to... You know, process it. And I, and you need help with that process. You know what I mean? I learned that through my time with therapy that I've gone thus far that uh, stop suppressing those feelings that I have. Stop making it seem like, well, she's going through so much more than me. So what I'm going through is not that important. Yeah. You know, oh, the comparison, right? Like in, it could be worse, right? Like, so I should be yeah. able to get through this. But like, no, like no one's on a, a scale saying this is worse. This is better. Like, no, everybody exactly. needs my support. I, I definitely know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And it's crazy. When I went for my first session, I want to tell you, I feel like I may have hit the Guinness World Book of Records because it wasn't even one minute. And all she did was just say, uh, what brought you here today? Girl, the tissues. Oh. I- <laughs> it's just like when you, when you finally sit down and it's like, this person wants to hear what I have going on up here. Like, you know, so. Yes. <laughs> I think I spent most of the beginning of my session just crying. Oh. And I didn't realize what was all bent and pushed and pressed and in, in here, you know? Mm-hmm. And we didn't even cover like, we only covered like how I came into the world and birth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh wow! And she was like, "Girl, that's already heavy." I'm like, "Really?" 
She's yeah. like, you know what you experience is not normal. Mm-hmm. And so for somebody else to hear that and like and, and get that from just a small inkling of what I shared, it blew my mind. It was like all this time that I thought that I was maybe over being over dramatizing things and stuff like that. She was like, no, yeah, there's real stuff there. And so the fact that you could even, I love that you were like, you don't want me to satisfy my husband and go. And then when you like, walk in the door, you're like, dang, I really need to be here. Child. Let me. <laughs> he, knew. he knew clearly, but like, oh my, I needed to be here. It, it happened. And it's yeah. something I'm always going to advocate because I feel like, like even what you were saying within our community, it's mm-hmm. just something that's not really emphasized as much. I will say within the last few years, it seems like there has been like an awakening to it more or yes. more than expected. Um, which I'm proud of, and I'm excited to see more people like understanding how serious and necessary that it really is. Mm-hmm. What are some steps that uh, you can do when uh, you are beginning to feel overwhelmed? What are some things that you do when you feel yourself um, feeling overwhelmed? What are some steps that you feel that you that have worked for you? So for me, I just immediately start to think about how can I have some sort of self care. Right. And so like when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I do take steps back. You know, when I'm not meeting myself at that lofty goal, like circling back to what we were talking about, take some steps back and then have to give myself some grace. And that self-care could look like something as simple as, okay, go get my nails done. Right. Just just something. (laughs) You know, like something make me feel like, okay, take care of self and then I'm gonna be able to take care of everybody and everything else. Right. And it's like I always say this. If you're not feeling full on the inside, how can you pour into other people or other things around you effectively, right? And yes. so it's empty. I got to find some way to pour me back up. And so it's like, you know, different things like that. I'm always in, you know, prayer um, or like I'm feeling overwhelmed. Like show me show me something or give me a verse or something to get me in power because I'm a little, I'm getting there, Lord. Or even yes. just, um, actually being honest and open about whatever it is because like with my husband, Right. So if there's something that I'm feeling stressed out about, you'll be surprised. He'll step in and be like, oh, babe, I got this. Or even like, oh, you're stressed about this, but I was already working on this. And so, it's like, you know, those different things. From what my takeaway from what you're saying is when feeling overwhelmed, whether it be self-care, whether it be speaking up, whether it be um, just taking a moment, take a moment for yourself. And that could be, like you said, self-care. I, too, love getting my nails done. I remember one time I went to the nail salon and I had an appointment. The lady messed it up. And I was so upset. And my husband was like, why are you so upset? And I'm like, because this is the time that I set aside. (laughs) It's like I look forward to it. And when it's messed up, it made me upset. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate. Like, it's like you look forward to it. You don't have, like, a set schedule, but you have, like, an idea, like, this time it's going to be good for me to get my nails done. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, I would be upset, too. (laughs) Guys, they look at it differently. But now, like, he's, like, every time people like, you haven't gone to get your nails done. Yep. Here's some money. I'd be like, I know. (laughs) That's just so sweet. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, whether you have a spouse or you have a friend or you're by yourself, take time for yourself. Whatever you're going through, we just happen to be moms and wives yeah. um, here. But that doesn't mean that if you're a single young lady that you don't experience the same or more. Right. So know that no situation is, is too big or too small. It's your life, your situation and whatever is in front of you. That's what's going on. Don't worry about everybody else. So, Randy, 
my question for you. I know we're almost done. I always get so sad. Sorry. Because <laughs> it's been so good. I know. So good. I know. But my encouraging moment for another young lady out there, any young lady who's feeling buried alive in their life right now, uh, what is it that you would like to speak into their lives at this moment? So even if it may be the hardest time in your life, everything is happening for a reason. It may not seem like you there's a light at the end of the tunnel right now or what what should you even do next in life? Just know that God has a greater plan for you, something that you can't even see. And I always think about it like this, um, the theater, right behind the scenes, there's props, there's things looking crazy. People are shifting and moving. But as mm-hmm. soon as those curtains open, there's beauty and there's something that's well put together. So your life may be chaotic right now. Things are all over the place. You're sad. You're not even sure what or where to go. But I promise you there's a time where God's going to open it up and say, like, this is what I was working on for you in your life. Um, your testimony is for somebody. I promise you. Um, and you'll get through it. And just stay in prayer. Be encouraged. Yeah. Know that God has greater in store. Girl. <laughs> I said for the girl, but I think he was talking to me. Look. <laughs> <laughs> by it it's so true like that is my life the last you know eight months so it's like yeah. wow. <laughs> wow 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 this time has gone by so fast and I feel like we just hit the surface I feel like we hit the surface you have been absolutely amazing uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you so, so much for accepting this invitation and being brave to even talk about this subject. Um, thank you so much. It, it means so much to me. I'm honored that you even wanted me to be on here. I love what you're doing. God is going to bless this. And I, I'm just so grateful that you thought about me because I'm like, yeah, let's, take it, let's chat. Like it's over <laughs> you. Let's do this. Um, so yeah. Thank you for having me. Oh, How can the ladies keep in touch with you, Miss Randy? I have your social handle on the screen, but we also air on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So can you share with our viewers your info? Yes. So just follow me on Instagram at Randy. So you'll see it linked down at the bottom. Um, I'm on Instagram. That's pretty much it right now. I made a TikTok, but no videos. So just keep in touch with me on Instagram. <laughs> I'm there and you'll see me and my beautiful little family there. So <laughs> yes, your family is beautiful, guys. Absolutely beautiful inside and out. Amazing, amazing family. Thank you so much, Randy, for coming on. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Guys, I hope you had your tissues. I should have pre-warned you in the beginning to have your tissues. This was such an amazing episode. And I feel like, again, we only touched the surface. And the, the things that we touched on today were just so key. Take care of yourself. Be mentally aware of what's going on with you. And know that if you're not okay, that no one around you is going to be okay. Take care of yourself. Again, below I have some description. In the description I have... Um, links to how to get a therapist um, and just a way to contact us if you want a prayer partner. We're in this together. This thing called life, you're not alone. Thank you for coming and listening in on the She Hustles podcast. Until next time, see you later.